This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, the prediction show. Yes, we are giving you our thoughts about what the Raiders will do. Of course, it's all guesses based on what we know, which is not as much as a GM, but we we know some stuff, you know. Mo covers the NFL for Bleacher Report across the league as well as the Raiders on SportsNot.com. I host this show, and I'm just a genuinely good guy, no matter what you heard. So we're, we're just going off of that, and we are talking Raiders football again on Silver and Black today. Thank you again for subscribing, and thank you for watching on YouTube if you're there, or if you're listening to us on the radio, wherever it may be. We appreciate you guys being here, as always. Thank you. Reminder, this is Tuesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday, we will have our mailbag show. Yes, Mo, we have more questions more food questions, a different type of question this week, as well as Raider football. Always fun to interact with the with the listeners with the mailbag show. It always is. And again, if you got if you got a cool food question last time, it was flapjacks or pancakes. <laughs> you know, send them in. Uh, don't don't be shy. We'll, we'll answer a food question mixed in with all the football talk. Yes, and and not only did we get we had a, a gal named Rosie who call who called in who emailed in the question about pancakes or flapjacks and then we brought up hotcakes was a whole different wild card uh, but she did respond with her answer so we'll hear from her on the mailbag show as well as some longtime uh, listeners who emailed this week for the first time so we're excited about that join us tomorrow that's on wednesday so all of our shows hit at 6 a.m east coast time 3 a.m on the pacific so on your way in to work on wednesday morning just like you're doing right now listening to us on tuesday morning you can listen to mailbag and mailbag on Wednesday, and then Thursday morning we'll have our brand new show, which will preview the Charger game heading into the weekend. And just a reminder, we will have a live post game show every week. The Raiders are on the schedule, and that will be live on YouTube as well as Facebook and Twitch. We will also have that available in the podcast format, as always, immediately after the game. So as soon as we're done with the show, you'll be able to listen to that on audio. So thank you for being with us. Okay, Mo, let's jump back in now to our schedule prediction or our Raiders uh, 2022 prediction uh, as we look at the next, to me, the gauntlet of the season coming up. Okay, week 13. Oh, reminder, Mo has the, the Raiders through week 12 at 6-5. and five. I have them at 8-3. and three. Yes, 8-3. and three. Week 13 
They say hello again to Justin Herbert and the Chargers, this time in Las Vegas. This is early December, uh, and the Raiders uh, go into that game, obviously looking back to last year and that exciting Week 18 game, but now face the Chargers at home. In your scenario, a game above 500 uh, to stay relevant in the AFC West, probably have to win that one. I have them at 8-3. and three. Uh, Do the Chargers come in and return the favor, in my book, and beat the Raiders, or are the Raiders able to split and win at home against the Bolts? I think it's going to be gut check time for the Raiders in this game. I have again, I have them losing the season opener against the Chargers. So I I think they feel like we we can't get swept by a division rival, especially in the tight AFC West. Uh, at this point in the season, you pro- I don't want to assume guys are going to be hurt. I don't want to wish injury on anyone, but we all know Joey Bosa's history. We all know Derwin James's history. Those guys are going to miss a few games every year. Khalil Mack, I believe he's 31 years old, uh, lost, missed several games last year with the Bears. So I'm not counting on a guy being hurt, a guy or two being hurt for the Raiders to win this game. But I, I just think that as the season wears on, the Raiders would have either addressed their offensive line because they would have seen it as a weakness or the Chargers aren't going to be completely healthy and they're not going to get the Chargers at full strength because, it's, you know, it's low, it's the war of attrition. And you yeah. got to have depth. And I, I think the Chargers' front line, their defensive line was poor last year. Their run defense was not good. I think the Raiders are going to grind them down in this game. Use Josh Jacobs. Use Amir White. He, get Amir Abdullah involved. Brandon Bolden involved. Get those guys involved. Grind down the Chargers' uh, <laughs> offensive line. Well, defensive line. Mm-hmm. Slow the game down. May not be as high scoring as the first game. May You may get like a 27-24, 24-21 outcome. But I think the Raiders control the game with the, with the ground attack and win this one at home against the Chargers. Interesting. I'm taking the opposite approach on this one. I actually think this is another shootout uh, between mm-hmm. the Raiders and the Chargers. And I think in this one, again, you, we're, we're, when you get deeper in the season, you could you, we're just completely guessing here. But to your yeah. point about the offensive line, about attrition and injuries, it happens on both sides to both teams. But I think mm-hmm. that that Raider offensive line might not give the opportunity for Derek Carter have enough time might keep the score down and I say shootout and I think it'll be a close game and I also think that that Raiders secondary depending on how it holds up could be tested at home again in the dome of Allegiant Stadium and I have the Chargers actually taking this one uh, and moving the Raiders to eight and four you have them winning and going to seven and five into week 13. This Charger Raider rivalry I think is on the cusp of becoming a really great one and mm-hmm. I, that's why I have the kind of expect the unexpected, which is normally I would say, well, they'll split uh, like you did. One on the road, one at home, and you win, you win in each in your own house. This one I have the opposite on that one. Okay, week 14, the Raiders go back to L.A. and they face the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, and that team, which seems to have pretty much gotten better. And if they haven't had... The Super Bowl hangover, a tough one, Mo, to go on the road again uh, after you just, in in my book, lost or on the emotion of winning against the Chargers at home, you then have to go back to L.A. Uh, to, to face the Super Bowl champs. Yeah, this is a tough matchup. I think this is the game where you might see Aaron Donald wreck it because mm-hmm. Andre James, even though he's their starter, he seems like he's going to be the week one guy. Him going against Aaron Donald on the interior scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I think yeah, this is a game you might see Aaron Donald get three sacks because he's just yeah. going to be that much stronger than he's just going to overpower Andre James. 
And we all know, we don't know this, but quarterbacks will tell you that they don't like when they feel pressure off the middle. And I think Derek Carr is going to feel a lot of that in this game with Aaron Donald up there. It's going to be interesting to see how Jalen Ramsey matches up against Devontae Adams. Is he going to follow him? Or is he going to stay in one side of the field? But I think the game, this game will be one up front with Aaron Donald dominating the Raiders offensive line. Yeah, I, I think it's just going to be too big of a task. And I think that that, that Rams offense with Cooper Cup, uh, I think they're going to have a good day as well. I think it's just a lot to ask of this Raider team to go down to Los Angeles. And I have them, this for me, would be their first two-game w- losing streak to move their record to 8-5. and five. You have them at 7-6. and six. We're getting closer again with our predictions here, Mo. Uh, different paths again, but um, just tough to go down and play in that house. I, I, I understand if it's a Charger game, a little bit different to me with the Rams and the Rams, I think are going to have a pretty good year. The NFC is a lot harder to predict in my view, but the Rams seem to have gotten better in certain areas. Yes, they have some question marks. And if they don't have the Super Bowl hangover and their quarterback can stay healthy in Matt Stafford at that time, because we know he's got the elbow issues. If that's all working for them, I think it's a tough game for the Raiders to go down and win. All right. Then we get to week 15, Mo. And, um, we see here on the schedule, it is the New England Patriots. So this is the Belichick meets his Padawan in Josh McDaniels as the Patriots roll in to Las Vegas the week before Christmas. And um, I like, I, after seeing the Patriots in the preseason, Mo, I know a lot can change. Preseason is not indicative of how all teams do, but I think that, the Patriots' defense will be a lot better. I think their offense is going to continue to struggle. I think the Raiders win this one, uh, but with the crafty coach they have, it'll probably be closer than people expect, but I think the Raiders eke it out uh, to go to 9-5. and five. Yes, the student beats the master in this scenario. I, I said this early August. I was on a, another show, and I said I think the Patriots could possibly finish last in the AFC East. I, I think their offense is going to be that bad. I think Mac Jones is going to take a step back. Now, the Jets don't have the quarterback now, and I don't, you know, I don't feel too good about the Jets either, but I don't see the Patriots winning more than six games this year. I think they're going to fall to the bottom. I think as the further away they get from the Tom Brady era there in New England, the further they drop in the AFC, and I think as the AFC has gotten better, the Patriots have gotten worse. So I feel like the Raiders should win this game. I, I don't think it's going to be close as you think it is. I actually think the Raiders are going to route the Patriots. There you go. We're on the same page. I have the Raiders through 15 weeks at nine and five. Mo has them at eight and six. So we're tracking along pretty nicely here. Now, Mo, here comes a part of the season where I think is just, again, starting with that game, the Patriots game is kind of the last, I wouldn't call the lull. All professional football games are difficult to win. But nonetheless, I think that's, they're good. They're going to have the easiest way against the Patriots. Then the night before Christmas, and yes, we will have my fourth annual night before Raider Christmas poem, so don't miss it. <laughs> um, but they go in on Christmas Eve into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Now, Mo, for those who don't know a lot about this Steelers team, uh, talk about I mean, the turnover at quarterback. They have a lot of young players there. Uh, and I think a lot of people are looking at this game and think it's going to be a pretty easy one. I don't think so. It's not going to be easy one. But what I will say is that their defense is going to be a little different on the back end. They have Levi Wallace, who's the number two cornerback in Buffalo last year, and they have Akilah Weatherspoon, who played well, but he played well in a very short window, very short sprint. He filled in for Joe Hayden. So they have basically two cornerback twos on the back end, kind of like how the Raiders would have had if they had kept Trayvon Mullen, maybe. 
but the Steelers defense is going to be something to watch. I don't think it's going to be as dominant. TJ Watt, although he hasn't missed a ton of games, he's been getting nicked up. He got nicked up in the preseason, I believe. Now, again, not wishing injury on anyone, but you see the pattern of injuries and bumps and bruises where he has to come out of the game. I believe he had to come out of the game when the Raiders played the Steelers last year. But at this point in the season, to get to the prediction, I think you're going to see Kenny Pickett at this point in the season because Mm -hmm. I I think the Steelers are eventually going to sink to the bottom of the AFC and they're going to look at the young quarterback who, by the way, played well in the preseason and Kenny Pickett had the best quarterback rating out of the three when competing with Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky. I think Kenny Pickett is going to play in this game and he's going to take his rookie bumps as normal rookies do and the Steelers will struggle and the Raiders will take this game. There you go. So you have uh, the Steelers going down to the Raiders on Christmas Eve, making it a nice Christmas for Raider Nation. I do as well. I think uh, I think the Raiders go in there. And again, it's always tough to go back to that Eastern time zone. It's on a holiday, all that jazz. But I do think uh, being on uh, the air on a um, uh, on a holiday, Christmas Eve, it's a big game. And I think the Raiders step up and win that uh, and move to 10 and five. Okay, week 17. One thing, Scott. One yes. thing, Scott, too. Yes. yes. If you're going to pick one team that has a worse offensive line than the Raiders, <laughs> it's, it's probably the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because yes. the Steelers' offensive line right now is is a complete mess. I know we haven't mentioned them a lot in, in these prediction segments, but this is the game that Max Crosby and Chandler Jones can both combine oh, nice. for about six sacks. They're, they're going to dominate the, the uh, trenches against that offensive line. Absolutely. Okay, Mo, we're up to week 17 now. Uh, this is on New Year's Day in Las Vegas, the San Francisco 49ers. The old Bay Area rivalry comes back, even though it technically doesn't geographically exist anymore. It's going to be a long time. People still don't like the 49ers. Uh, that one will, that that hate will maybe never die. But the 49ers will come in. To me, this is a tough one because I can see the 49ers doing pretty well, but it's all going to be dependent on the quarterback. Does Trey Lance develop? Does he come along well enough to lead this team. Now you're going to be in week 17. This is the Raiders and the 49ers. If things go well for the 49ers, both teams will be in the thick of trying to qualify for the playoffs. There's going to be a lot of attention. It's a New Year's Day game. It's tough for a young quarterback to go in and do that. I like the Raiders. If Tra- Even if Trey Lance has a good season, a great season, I like the veteran, the wily veteran, Derek Carr. I like the Raiders defense, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby coming along. I like the running game against this team as well. Uh, And I like the Raiders to win this one in Las Vegas to start off 2023 at 1-0. Man, you're making me seem like negative Nate here, Scott. (laughs) I I, I don't see it for the Raiders simple because not to say Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels and Kyle Shanahan probably two of the best offensive play callers in the game right now. But what Kyle Shanahan does so well is that he can run the ball in so many ways. He uses running backs. He uses Debo Samuel, his wide receiver. And I just think I I still, even though Jonathan Hankins should be healthy for most of the season, I just worry about the Raiders' run defense in some spots, especially when we have a creative offensive coordinator like Kyle Shanahan. The other thing is I think this game is another one that's one of the trenches by the opposing team. 49ers usually have a strong front seven. Fred Warner. Nick Bosa, they got two other first-rounders on that defensive line. I know Javon Kinlaw struggled, but I think him being healthy helps him. Also, you got Eric Armstead there. So their defense, 49ers defense, has been legit for most of the time that Kyle Shanahan has been there, and I think the Raiders are going to have issues scoring. And again, I think this game is going to be one in the trenches, and fans are going to look back and say, 
why didn't we address the offensive line a lot better in the offseason? Because I think that's what's going to cost them in this game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There you go. All well thought out, and I agree uh, on most of it. I just think for some reason, I don't know, I I like the Raiders on New Year's Day in Vegas after everybody's hungover and hasn't slept the night before (laughs) walking the streets of Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, So, okay, there you go. Going into the final week of the season, Mo has the Raiders at 9-7. and I have the Raiders at 11 and 5. So you can see we have a two game separation there. Now, based on what you said earlier, Mo, and on splitting, I assume then you have the Raiders taking down the Chiefs in week another week 18 AFC West battle. Yes, I think the Raiders are going to make a trend of beating rivals in the last <laughs> week of the season. They do it again in consecutive years. They beat the Chiefs just as they beat the Chargers in a tight one. I think this game is going to come down to. The winner of that game could possibly qualify for the playoffs, and the loser might go home. Who knows? Maybe they both get in, do some type of wacky scenario, because as we all know, last week of the season, there are a whole bunch of scenarios. But whatever the case is, I think the Raiders win this one to end the end the season on a strong note, split with the Chiefs. Why? Simply because I think after seeing the Chiefs and how they operate with their new offense without Tyreek Hill, you make the adjustments, you go in the lab, and you, and you scheme for that the second time around. You're at home. Last week of the season, maybe with your season on the line, crowd is cheering, got the home field, Raiders win the game, shock a lot of people, because I know a lot of people are probably going to pick the Chiefs to sweep that season series because the Chiefs have been the kings of that division, but I think the Raiders take that one. Wow, so now you become the glass half full guy, right? So so you have the the, the Chiefs uh, losing in in Las Vegas to the Raiders, which means you have the Raiders and, and finishing at 10-7. and seven. Right. That's correct. Ten and seven, maybe qualifying for the playoffs, depending what happens. It's hard this year to, 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 to yeah, know what's going to happen. It, it, it's hard to know. And I said and I've said this in previous pieces that that game could be a winner gets in sort of like mm-hmm. last year with the cheat with the Raiders and the Chargers. So if it's that scenario, the Raiders would get in and the Chiefs would miss it because I'm not too sold on the Chiefs defense. I know their their front line's probably going to be good. George Kalafis has made plays in the preseason. They got Frank Clark. They got Chris Jones. But I'm still worried about they have a young secondary. And I think Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller could really pick on the Chiefs secondary in that last game and take take the win. All right. So uh Raiders fans are like, yes, Scott, eleven and five. Yeah, all right. So twelve and twelve and five. No. I have them losing <laughs> to the Chiefs at home. So yes, yeah, so and now you can throw That's things sweet. at my 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 image and burn me in effigy. Um so here's the thing. I think the Raiders that last six, if they lose to the Chiefs at home, like I'm predicting, the Raiders will go 500 over the last six games. It's a tough six-game stretch. So I have them going 500 over that stretch, uh, which is not exactly on fire going into the playoffs, but because they won a lot in that middle part of the schedule and they win week one against the Chargers, uh, they finish at 11-6, and six, which gives them a better chance to make the playoffs, in my view, even though they will have lost to the Chiefs at home in what will be a big game uh, and a flex game a week after the, the beginning of the new year. I like that. I think they then are able to make the playoffs 
And that sets up the revenge game against the Chiefs. Because how many times do teams lose to the same team three times in one season? Doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So that's where yeah. my optimistic piece is, even though it would be a bummer for Raider fans for the, their team to lose in that Week 18 battle in Las Vegas. But I like them to finish at 11-6, and six, one game off where we're very close, uh, and then get some revenge in the playoffs and maybe get some guys healthy if they were hurt down the stretch. Uh, but I just think the final six games, Mo, are tough. I don't disagree. I think they could go the way that you're saying they're going to go. Uh, but this ups and downs of the season, you just don't know. But to me, that's that's sort of where I, I net it out. It's funny how we have it going down because we kind of we're kinda, we're close. We're only yep. one off in predictions. But you have them finishing kind of in mediocrity, and I have them finishing strong because strong. if you remember middle of the show, I had them at five and five. And Raider fans probably didn't want to hear from me after that, but I had them finishing the season <laughs> five and two. And to me, that just goes along with the players understanding what the coaching staff wants as the season goes on, things getting better yeah. and being able to beat the tougher opponents because I don't expect it to be perfect to starting off the season. Because remember, even though Josh McDaniels is a great play caller, he's still a first time, not a first time, but a second time head coach, first year with the team. Patrick Graham doesn't have a long history of being a defensive coordinator, so there's going to be a feeling out period. So they may not beat the competitive tough teams early in the season, but I think they're going to beat the tough teams late in the season after they gel and get things going. So I, one question I want to ask you before I toss it back to you, how many teams do you have making the playoffs in the AFC West? Because I have every team in the AFC West going at least 10 and seven. Wow. That's impressive. I, I have three. Okay. I, so I guess I mean, let me guess you're leaving out Denver. I'm leaving out Denver, but here's the okay. caveat with all of this, right? Cause the next question I was going to ask you, Mo was do the Raiders make the playoffs, which we're kind of getting into this the back doorway that you yeah. brought up. And that is, I think that this division, and I said this back in the summer, because like you said, fans don't want to admit everyone else got better, but they have. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I look at the division and this thing could go either way. The Chargers could win the division. They could finish last. The Raiders could win the division. They could finish last. And everybody, I, because they're going to beat up on each other. And I know everybody gets sick of that. Well, I would beat up on each it. It happens, right? Not only that, but you look at the rest of the AFC, okay? You look at the AFC North. You look at the AFC South. You look at these, these, these divisions, and they have good players, right? The AFC East is terrible. But you look at that AFC North you talked about earlier. We don't know about what's going to happen in Cleveland, but you look at Cincinnati, okay? You look at Baltimore. There's there's some good teams. And so I think I think there's a possibility to your point that you have a team wins 10 games and doesn't even doesn't make it, right? You could have all of them making hitting 10 and 7 in the division uh and not be able to make the playoffs. So, but I like 3 because I think some of the teams in other divisions are being overvalued i'll put it that way and i think i think the chargers raiders and chiefs are being undervalued as much as you can undervalue the the, the chiefs of course because they, they're the darling of the media as well across the nation but to me um i like it maybe it's because i cover it and i'm being a little biased i'll be i'll be happy to admit that but i i i don't think i think the afc west is going to be that good I do too, and I think three teams are going to make the playoffs. I left. This is going to sound like a blazing hot take, and you know it, it may make its rounds on social media. But I actually think the Chiefs could miss the playoffs, and that yeah, sounds I, crazy to, to think that Patrick Mahomes doesn't make it. 
possible. But I said it. I said it in that last game prediction. I'm not sold on their secondary. And when you're yeah. in a division with Derek Carr, with Justin Herbert, with Russell Wilson, and they all have weapons, you better have a decent secondary. Right. And I know that's my that's part of my concern with the Raiders' young cornerback group. But the Chiefs having a rookie back there and Trent McDuffie. I'm sure they're hoping that he's going to be good, but he may not be his first year. And if he Correct. struggles, that's going to be a problem. They lose Tyron Matthew, who I know Chiefs fans are going to say, well, he wasn't that good. He's getting older. I think he was still an asset there. And, and when mm-hmm. you go from Tyron Matthew to Justin Reed, who I watched him, and he's not a good tackler. Good at covering. But when it comes to tackling, he whiffs on a lot. I believe he's missed 14% of his tackles in his last two years. Wow. If you go at him... There's a chance that you, your wide receiver is going to get an extra 20 yards because he's going to whiff on the wrap up. Yeah. So I worry about that with the Chiefs. And I think there's a possibility they can miss the playoffs if they lose that last game to the Raiders. The other thing about the Chiefs, and I know I said in my predictions that they would sweep the Raiders, but I also look at the offense. Okay, you have Patrick Mahomes, who happens to be my fantasy quarterback. So full disclosure, <laughs> um, I want him to do well. Uh, but Juju and then Sky Moore. I mean, you have Travis Kelsey, who's aging. Like, and don't get me wrong, Travis Kelsey's been great still, but to me, I think there's so many unknowns there that you could mm-hmm. absolutely be right. The Chiefs could win nine games, maybe. Maybe even eight. Who knows? If that defense is especially bad, it could, they could be an eight- or nine-win team. So I, I think that's why it was so hard to think through. And even though, uh, you know, I had the Raiders finishing kind of with a whimper, um, you know, I look at what they've done, and yes, the Raiders have question marks like all the teams in the West do. But with the talent on offense and then some of the defensive talent, I just think that you're right. The division is good, uh, and it could it's going to be topsy-turvy. You're going to have different parts of the season where you think the Raiders are done, and then they're going to come back just like you had them at 500, and then they make a, a, a late-season run. Uh, and, and so we could see that happen. And the rest of the division, excuse me, the rest of the conference, same thing, right? Baltimore. Everybody's counting on Baltimore coming back again. They could. They seem like they should. Don't know. Is Cincinnati going to be as good? I think they're probably better than they were last year, but will they get the breaks they had? I mean, there's all those questions, Mo, that go into the ups and downs. It's why we watch the game so much, even our teams that aren't our own, because it's like a big soap opera. You just never know what's going to happen. The drama is always good. Here And here's the thing with the AFC, right? Because I, I think the Bills are probably the class of the AFC. They're going to probably be the one seed. The Absolutely. Dolphins, I don't I don't believe in Tua. He has the weapons, but I'm just a little weary of Tua. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So the AFC East probably going to have one playoff team. The AFC South, as I said, Tennessee is going to be falling off, and I think the Colts are going to be the leaders of that division. So they'll send one representative to the playoffs. Yep. Then I think the other – then I think the AFC North is going to have two teams. I like Baltimore and Cincinnati. So that means that leaves three teams for the AFC West to have in the playoffs. Yep. So that's why, you know, people are like, well, if all 10, if all four teams win 10 games, will they all make the playoffs? And the answer is no, because I have Baltimore making it. Lamar Jackson, right. assuming he's going to be healthy, that Baltimore team is going to be back in the playoffs as they always been with him and John Harbaugh. So yep. one team, at least one team, I think is going to miss that, that playoffs in the AFC West. It's just a matter of who. I just think it's going to probably be the Chiefs, which will shock a lot of people. But remember last year, the Chiefs struggled with Tyreek Hill on the roster. And it was because teams were playing too high against Patrick Mahomes, and he had to be able to take what the defense gave him instead of throwing the long, deep pass and going from the home run ball. He had to learn to be patient. And teams were forcing Patrick Mahomes to drive the length of the field. He just couldn't do it. He either turned the ball over, not sometimes not because of his fault, but because the ball bounced off of a receiver's hands or be a fumble somewhere. 
But if you make the Chiefs drive the length of the field and dare Andy Reid to run the football, which he doesn't really do a lot, yeah, then you can. The Chiefs are definitely vulnerable on the offensive side. And it's interesting. I'm gonna the team I'm gonna predict in the AFC West that doesn't make the playoffs is the Chargers. And I know I wow. said that. The, I, yeah, I think. And you know what it goes on. They, and again, you don't want anybody, knock on wood, you want anybody to get injured. I don't care how much you hate the team or whatever. No, no injury wishes by me at all, ever. But the record, they just don't stay healthy. I don't know what it is, if that franchise is cursed because their owner's a boob or whatever. It just, it's just, I, I, I always see them with such great promise that they're told, going back to my fan days as a Charger fan, and they never fulfill it. And so I'm just, it's sort of like the modern version of the Cubs, right, on the baseball side. The Chargers seem to just be that. And so um, that's the one team I think that's going to miss it. Now, I know most people are going to pick the Broncos. I've heard most people nationally pick the Broncos. I like Russell Wilson. I just do. Mm -hmm. I think the guy, I, off the field, sometimes he bugs me because he's a little pretentious, but he's a great ball player. I think he's healthy. He's got a lot to prove. He wants to prove to Seattle uh, that they should have years ago uh, sided with him with Pete Carroll and, and given him what he wanted, and they didn't. They sent him instead where he wanted to go somewhere else, and that was Denver. So I, I think the Broncos will actually net out better than the Chargers. That's pretty interesting you just say the Chargers, because I actually, full disclosure, I actually have the Chargers winning the division 11-6. You got to read but I will piece, say, yeah. But I, but I will say that, and I mentioned this during our prediction segment, that game against the Colts, I can really see that going into overtime and going either way because those two teams usually play each other very well, whether they play in Las Vegas or they play in Indianapolis. So I can easily see the Raiders going eleven and six. Now, if I again, if I was going to make a prediction, I'd go ten and seven. But ten and six, eleven, ten and seven, eleven and six seems to be where I settle with that Colts game being the swing game that can go either way. Yeah, that's why, and that's why I know we're not getting into predicting the whole league, but that's why I like Buffalo in the Super Bowl. I mean, they're in the AFC East, which is, again, crap. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins, depending to your point about Tua, they could be better, but they're not going to compete with the Bills. And so I like Buffalo going to the Super Bowl. NFC side, I'm gonna, I, I would pick the Rams again just because I can't see anybody else that is emerging that I think can beat them if they are as good as they were last year. I actually have the Bucks going to the Super Bowl against the Bills. Well, and a lot of people say, injuries? oh, Tom Brady, with Tom Brady injuries? again, Tom Brady again. And I'm like, think about this. He retires briefly, kind of, sort of. You know, it was like a few, <laughs> it was like a few weeks, right? For fun, so he, yeah. he, step, he steps away from the game. He comes back, and not everyone, again, is saying, oh, Tom Brady's washed. And he gets on the podium. He says, I got a lot going on in my life. And everyone's like, yep, oh, there's a downfall of Tom Brady. But you remember, every time... We think the downfall of Tom Brady is going to happen. It just doesn't happen. And Todd Bowles, I know people people give him a lot of crap for his job out there in New York, but he had Ryan Fitzpatrick, he had Bryce Petty, he had Sam Darnold as his quarterback, he had Josh McCown as his quarterback. <laughs> now he has Tom Brady, and he's already got that defense performing at a top-five level. So now he's the head coach. He'll continue to have a top-five defense. And Brady will continue to work with Byron Leftwich, who's there under Bruce Arians. So that offense is going to change. They added Julio Jones. I actually think Brady is going to revive Julio Jones for a year or two while he's out there. And they're going to get back to the Super Bowl. I don't disagree with the Julio Jones piece and that Tom Brady will have another good year. I just think that they've had a lot of injuries. I think there's a lot of unknowns for them. I could not pick them today. Now, if that rectifies itself, and to your point, Julio Jones is back to being uh, a top-tier wide receiver— then I could see them doing that too. So, so I, 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 
don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility. I'll put it that way. But that's so, where we have it. So, so Scott, really quick question for you yeah. then. It, so you have the Raiders in the play. Do you have the Raiders in the playoffs? And if you do, how you have them winning, finally winning a game? Because that's going to be the thing. If the Raiders make mm-hmm. the playoffs, it's going to be time for Derek Carr to win a playoff game because it'll be like, okay, how many years are you going to be in the league and not win a playoff game, especially with the weapons that he has? So I do, and, and and again, this is where I think the 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 wannabe movie maker from my childhood comes up, and that is I see them making the playoffs, and because the division, to your point about finishing ten and seven, I eleven and five, whatever, same same ballpark, um, they have to face Kansas City in the first round. They're going to play them two weeks in a row, and they're going to beat the Chiefs to win their playoff game. Now Raider fans would love that. <laughs> they, but the, they, they would they would so definitely would but you know what's gonna happen amazing. the national media is gonna pick you know who the national media is gonna side with oh yeah of course so the raiders would definitely love that and say well we're gonna you know we need to be especially if you have them sweeping or losing the season series by a sweep hard as you said hard to beat a team three times in one season usually and this happened i believe with the saints and the bucks last year the saints mm-hmm. beat the bucks during a regular season twice Yep. But once they got to the playoffs, the Bucs won that game. So to your point, I, I can see that. Well, and not only that, but I, I do believe that, especially on the defensive side, like you said, and, and again, offense with the Chiefs, we don't know yet. But I just think that the Raiders, uh, as they as they mature through the season under Patrick Graham on defense, will get better, right? If they can stay healthy, they'll get better. And I think that, that that revenge game against the Chiefs, and what better way to win your first playoff game since 2002 than to beat the Chiefs after they beat you twice. I just think that for whatever reason, the stars align, that, 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 that piano it becomes off the back of Raider Nation as they win their first playoff game against Kansas City uh, and, and exercise all those demons. And I'm with you. I actually think the Raiders are going to win a playoff game this year, mm-hmm. if, assuming they do get in with that 10 and 7 record. Because the thing is, we cannot have a conversation where we're saying Derek Carr is going into his 10th year and he hasn't won a playoff game. Because then the, the critics are definitely going to come out and say, oh, he has Devontae Adams, he has Darren Waller, he has Hunter Renfro, Joshua Daniels comes over, he has a run game, he has this, he has that. How come he hasn't won a playoff game yet? And then we're mm-hmm. going to go through that whole conversation because remember he has that small, there's a small window where the Raiders can get out of his contract. And we'll be saying, do the Raiders move on from Derek Carr because he couldn't win a playoff game and get a younger quarterback. And I'm going to hate, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to hate that discussion <laughs> if it happens. So Derek Carr and the Raiders need to win a playoff game. Especially if they do what you said and they go 10 and seven or what I said, and they go uh, 11 and six, you know, you have a veteran quarterback, 11 and six, you don't win a playoff game. And so you want to get rid of them. Like, especially after making the playoffs two years in a row. And yes, there gets a point where even if a quarterback takes you, I mean, remember Andy Dalton taking the Bengals to the playoffs all the time, they could never win a game. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying. So, so (laughs) yes, that question will come up. That's why a win against the chiefs in the first round of the playoffs, all that goes away. And suddenly it's, you know, the skies open up Raider nation feels really good. The Modelo's colder, you know, all of that is better. And so that's how I see it going down. But again, I don't know. That's that's predictions are tough, Mo. But we were close uh, and had them in different spots getting hot. So it'll be good. But we we appreciate everybody asking to do that. So it's always fun. All right, we are now done. 
with this Tuesday edition of Silver and Black today. Mo, we're going to be back with the mailbag tomorrow. And then on Thursday, our buddy Nick Cotherell will be joining us. We'll preview the Charger game. We'll give you our prediction for the game, which you kind of heard already. But we'll see what happens between now and Thursday. Hey, it's a day and a half. You just never know what can happen. Uh, but we'll talk more about that as well. And any other Raider news coming up. Mo, we'll talk to you tomorrow for the mailbag. And hopefully we'll talk to our fans if they haven't, you know, shut us out because we don't have the Rays going 17, you know, sorry if we don't, but we do have the Rays having a, a winning record and we both actually think the Rays win a playoff game this year. So there's a bright side of that. We do. Absolutely. So, hey, we didn't have them going seven and nine or seven and 10, excuse me. Uh, I always forget about the last game. Uh, but but anyway, it's it's we're going to give it to you how we think and, and we'll see who's right, who's wrong, where we get. Uh, where we get it right and where we get it wrong. It'll be interesting to watch. Anyway, thank you all for joining us here on Silver and Black today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to us there, whether you're on Apple, wherever. Just hit subscribe and we'll be delivered right to your phone whenever you want to listen to some Raiders football. On YouTube, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. That's an important piece. If you do that, every time we go live, you can come and join us on every video inside the live chat. Mo and I are in the live chat. We're taking food takes. We're doing all kinds of things in there, having lots of fun with all of you. So again, thank you for all that. For Mo, I am Scott. We will talk to you next time here on Silver and Black Today. Have a good one.